Hello and welcome to Finance Conversations. This is the 36th episode of the Merging Life and Money Show and I am super excited to be here with you today. For those of you who do not know me, I am your host, Marie-Jo César. I help professional women bridging the gap between life and money by acquiring and applying the relevant financial skills and knowledge they need to take control of their money and manage their finances and also understand that they can live their best life with the money they have. Thank you for joining in today. If you are watching the replay, make sure to type hashtag replay in the chat and leave me some comments and questions. Welcome, welcome, and welcome. I come to you live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific time to share valuable information about how to achieve financial wellness and live your life with means and meaning. Today, I am going to talk about your relationship with money. More specifically, how to recognize the signs of an unhealthy relationship with money. So grab a pen and a notebook as you might want to share your notes with family members, friends, colleagues, etc. because it is about sharing values that could benefit others. If you have any questions whatsoever, make sure to type them in the chat. And if you want to talk to me directly, I will share my contact information later on in the show. So as you know, the main objective of the Merging Life and Money show and my very strong why is to empower as many women as possible with what I know about money and finance. So when we think relationships, we often consider our interactions with people. Our life experiences teach us that relationship with people can be healthy or toxic based on a number of factors, right? So, well, the fact is that your relationship with money can also be healthy or abusive. And very few of you acknowledge this reality. The truth is to maintain a healthy lifestyle, you need to have a healthy relationship with money. And if you want to develop a healthy relationship with money, you need to identify the problematic habits you have built around money over the years. And once you have identified these problems, it will get easier for you to manage your finances in a better way. So today, I will focus on three points, and they are how is your relationship with money formed, the symptoms of an abusive relationship with money, and how to improve your relationship with money. So to give today's show some context, let me start by explaining what it means to have a healthy relationship with money. Financial wellness is an important part of our overall well-being, and it includes having a healthy relationship with money that gives us a sense of fulfillment, okay? So financial wellness includes spending money based on your values, having low or reasonable debt, saving money to meet your goals, 
having a safety net such as an emergency fund or insurance, and preparing for long-term events such as retirement. The good news is that it is possible for everyone to take some steps toward having a good relationship with money. So let us begin. How is your relationship with money formed? Our money relationship is formed by our observations and the messaging we see and hear related to money. According to a PBS report, children can understand basic concepts about money as early as age three. And by seven, their values around money are already set. Your early experiences with money, such as witnessing argument about it or being defined by it, can trigger a range of emotions, such as anxiety, resentment, or feeling of superiority that we carry through life, right? Those experiences and emotions shape your values and relationship with money. So based on your values, money can make you feel secure as you provide for yourself and others you care for. Your joy may come from the sacrifices you make with money. Money can also make you feel insecure if you do not have the things you want. And you can view it in a negative way as well, as it may encourage envy and corruption. It can also position you to be excessively competitive by attempting to keep up with the Joneses, right? Everybody everybody knows a Jones. Also, you can be led to believe that money is a source of increased happiness. However, a recent study by researchers at Purdue University showed that individuals with an annual income of $95,000 reported the greatest level of overall, overall life satisfaction. Okay, The study also found that additional income did not create a proportionate level of happiness beyond that point. Another fact is that most of you carry money frights from earlier in life as you might have experienced disappointments because your parent had, who knows, real financial limitations. And without realizing it, those early experiences can haunt you for a very long time if you let them. So you might also be, you, uh, you may have also internalized the stress your parent um, felt about money. Or maybe you may be blaming yourself for, the, for their stress. So this is why it is so important to revisit your early financial experiences to discover possible money frights that continue to affect you up to now, which bring me to my second point, the symptoms of an unhealthy relationship with money. Even if you have a high salary or seem financially successful, it is still possible that you do not have the healthiest relationship with money, okay? So many people seem financially successful on the outside because people identify nice, 
you know, material things with success. Um, the person driving, you know, the expensive cars, I guess like a Benz or an Audi, is immediately seen as being successful, yet they could be up to their eyeballs in debt behind the scenes, right? Others can actually be financially successful, yet they still use money in an unhealthy way. They may indulge in things that feed a deep-seated problems, yet they make enough money that their financial situation is not impacted. Remember that an unhealthy money mindset can lead you to make bad financial decisions. Let's look at a few of the symptoms, and I identify quite a few uh, of an abusive uh, relationship, which draw from others, okay? When, in an, when you are in an abusive relationship, the abuser tends to want you all to themselves. So do you find yourself dedicating most of your time chasing money? Um, do you find yourself on the proverbial hamster wheel, working harder and earning more, leaving little time or energy for anything or anyone else? Do you feel guilty when you unwind or spend time relaxing? Do, does making money take all your time so much so that you do not have any time to pursue your hobbies, for example? If you relate, money is keeping you from realizing that you have a life outside of the relationship, okay? It would not allow you to spend time with friends and families, nor will it want you to have any outside fun and relaxations. So another one is like lack of confidence. That's another, another sign. An abusive partner, again, regularly and repeatedly undermines your self-esteem. You are never smart enough or good enough. No matter how hard you try, you feel deficient. You are ashamed to talk with friends and family about what is really going on in the relationship and feel compelled to lie to keep, to keep up appearances. So is that how you feel about money? So no matter what you do, you are never quite up to par. Do you feel that you must constantly prove yourself just to stay even? Or are you feeling deficient or ineffective when looking at others? Another one is fear. People in an abusive relationship feel anxious and afraid almost all the time, especially if they are dealing directly with their abuser. So what about you and your money? Do you lie at night worrying about whether you are doing the right things with your money and making enough? Are you anxiously wondering whether you and your family are financially safe and secure? So when you have to make a decision about money, do you break out in cold sweat? Or are you always on edge about it? Think about that. And let me continue. I have a few more signs that you could relate to as well. Um, what, do you worry about not having enough money? So if you constantly worry about not having enough money, it means that you suffer from a scarcity mentality. Um, 
are you feeling guilty when you spend? So remember that hoarding money and never enjoying what you can buy with it is one of the most toxic financial behaviors. So to develop a healthy relationship with money, you need to perceive money as a tool that enables you to live your life to the fullest. Another one is thinking that you need to have a certain amount of money to be happy. Well, your happiness should never depend on the money you have or do not have. One of the most critical traits of an unhealthy financial relationship is to pin down your happiness on the money. This way, you set yourself up for disappointment. Okay, so if your money can actually buy you what you need, you don't need to believe that a specific amount of money will make you happier. Another one, always having an excuse for not being able to save. Okay, it is hard to get where you want to be without even trying. Simple as that. No matter how much you earn, you can save a little every month. Okay, you might find it hard in the beginning. However, once you start saving, simply glancing at your bank account will motivate you will motivate you to save more. You need to aut- automate your savings habits without comp- compromising your basic necessities. Another one, resenting the wealthy, right? People with poor financial status often resent wealthy people. Most of the time, they are even suspicious of the source of wealth. So if you want to be financially stable, you need to stop looking at what others have, okay? If you aspire to be wealthy one day, you need to let go of the default perception about the wealthy being evil. Don't waste your energy in resenting those with money. Instead, learn from their experiences and adopt those habits that took them where they are today. Another one is blaming different circumstances for your sorry financial condition. There are several excuses which you give yourself for being in a poor financial situation. From being born too poor to being swindled by a loved one, You blame your circumstances for being in a sorry financial situation. There is no denying in the fact that everyone has his own set of cards to deal with in life. However, putting the entire blame on on circumstances without making any effort to improve is one of the most toxic behaviors people have with their money. Another one, you are living a life that you cannot afford. I could tell you jealousy of the lives of others is as toxic to your financial life as jealousy of a partner is to a traumatic, I should say to a romantic relationship. When you are trying to keep up with the Joneses, remember those guys? It's an indicator that you are envious of the life they are leading, okay? These are things they have that you don't. So you spend money you don't have 
in order to accumulate those possessions. I got a few more. Feeling victim to falling, falling victim to uh, financial scams. Okay. If you keep getting attracted to financial scams, it means that you have an unhealthy relationship with your money. It's like staying in a relationship with a partner who abuses you. So before investing in a financial opportunity, you need to see if it is too good to be true. And if that's how it is, it's more likely a scam. Do not trust everything you find on the internet. Be smart with your money. Conduct proper research before deciding where to invest. No matter what your financial situation is, you should always work toward improving it. If you want to have a good financial life, you should never give up. Okay? And let me say that if you relate to any one of these signs, you are in an abusive relationship with your money. Which brings me to the third point. How to improve your relationship with money. Regardless of the root of these unhealthy tendencies, you are not destined to live that way forever. If you are overwhelmed, Think of building this relationship like cleaning your house, for example. The idea of cleaning the whole house at one time can feel too stressful. So sometimes so stressful that you decide to push it off and the mess gets worse. So instead of quitting or stressing yourself out, start by cleaning one room at a time. Okay, so apply this concept to your relationship with money and soon you will be on your way to creating a healthy relationship with your money. Expect the best, okay, and prepare for the worst. You all go through many, I mean, I should say tough experiences in life, most of which are out of, your control and not even your fault. Things like job losses, illnesses, accidents. You know, unfortunately, your financial responsibility do not get a break during these times. So be prepared for them by having an, an emergency fund ready. Okay? Create beliefs about money that will support your house budget your lifestyles, and your goals. This will help you identify the limiting behaviors you have developed with your money. Recognize and evaluate any healthy pattern you might have with your money. Then work on healing them. Do not spend more than you make. So limit debt by viewing credit card as something only to be used when needed and paid back immediately, okay, by only what you can afford. What about that one thing that you really want but simply cannot afford it right now? Start saving for it. It feels incredibly 
uh, I should say it, it, it really feels great, incredible, knowing you purchase it responsibly. Okay? Save 10% of your earning. Look at saving money as an item in your monthly budget. I recommend allocating at least at least 10%, if you can, of your earning to, to savings. However, if you cannot start with 10%, start lower and increase as you go. Okay? Know where your money goes. You don't want to find out where it went. Do not ignore your statements, okay? Bank statement, credit card statement, whatever whatever statement that has to do with money. Track your inflows and outflows. This habit can alone can build your confidence with can build your confidence with money, as well as support that goal of building a steady, strong, and healthy relationship with it in your life. So when you remove that toxicity around tracking money. This process can help you save money and spend more consciously. Last but not least, give. Okay? Allow giving to be a healthy way of living. Choosing to be generous can help break your desire for more material possessions. Money is not your only source of happiness. Okay? However, if you are not at a point where giving financially is an option, be generous with your time. All right, so I covered a lot. Uh, so I am going to wind down uh, and sum it up some. Today I address all things that relate to your abusive relationship with money and how to transform uh, it into a healthy one. So I touch on how is your relationship with money formed, the symptom of an unhealthy relationship with money, and how to improve. Uh, I, I share some steps um, to show you how to improve your relationship with money. So I'm going to leave you with these last thoughts, okay? Our relationship with money is not one we can easily walk away from. Um, for most of us, money is a fuel that powers much of our lives and we cannot just break up with it or divorce it. Interestingly enough, even if we were to get more and more of it, our relationship with money would not simply improve on its own. Okay? So you get to decide if you will continue to put up with the abuse or find a way to make this relationship, this relationship healthy. So I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And as you know, I like to end the show with a quote. And today's quote reads, being in control of your finances is a great stress reliever. Okay, and I can't find who wrote it, but I, it resonated with me. So I decided to, to, to select it for today's show. I also promised to give you my contact information. So you can reach me by sending me an email at mj at mariejocesar.com or by sending me a direct message via Messenger.
Um, I would like to report that last week I did uh, my two workshops and they were very successful, so much so that um, I will um, have it uh, available there uh, at cost uh, in the near future. And also to tell you that I'm actively working on my program that um, I will be launching uh, in the near future. Okay, so thank you for those of you who decided to join in the workshop. Uh, it, uh, it was a very good one. Um, so looking forward to many more of those in the future. So for more information about how to achieve financial wellness from the inside out and live a purposeful life with the money you have, join me next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Atlantic Time, and 10 a.m. Friday, Brisbane, Australia Time. Thank you for being here today on the Merging Life and Money Show. I am your host, Marie-Jo César. I will be back again next week. Until then, continue merging life and money. Bye for now.